All right, we're back with another one. A little bit of a slow week in boxing, but we got a pretty massive fight next week uh, for the boxing nerds, some would say. But Brian, uh, a little bit of news in the boxing world that we're going to get into a few names to mention really quickly. Shakur Stevenson, um, Canelo Alvarez, Jermall Charlo, Bud Crawford. Um, we might get a really big fight that I've been wanting for a long time, possibly. What are your thoughts? Quickly. I, th there's a lot of thoughts, despite the fact that this is not like the, a banner week. It's just a sort of calm week. We've had some fights lately, and there are about to be a lot of fights coming up because after Teofimo Lopez and Jermaine Ortiz, we have Alexander Rusik and Tyson Fury. <laughs> and shortly thereafter, we have some other uh, fights in February. And also at the top of March, there's Amanda Serrano's back. Jake Paul is going to be fighting a, a boxer who is a Golden Gloves champion who I don't think anyone knows beyond that because they're labeling him as a Golden Gloves champion. But we have some stuff coming up. And obviously, there was a press conference yesterday for the, the first PBC on Amazon fight, Keith Thurman and Tim Zhu going at it. And Tim Zhu, is a, he's the favorite, as we expected, as we yeah. predicted on this show. And I uh, saw Roly there as well. Um, Keith Thurman in the full. He was suited and booted. You yeah. know, Roly came with the flavor. But I think it's going to be actually a really good card. I'm excited for that fight. Remember, if you're hearing this, we're only doing this on the audio side, this extra special part. So make sure to leave a rate and review. Give us a five star. And you know what? Let's get right into it. Welcome back to The Mandatory. We're here to hit you with another one. Remember to follow us on our social media platforms at The Mandatory TKO. Also, if you like the content, hit that like and subscribe button. It helps the channel grow. And if you've already been rocking with the show, we do appreciate you. Brian, a little bit of a slow week, but some news as well. Uh, one of the biggest news, um, and I think it may be called bluffing to some, but Shakur Stevenson is retiring. Is this the Teofimo Lopez Jr. formula? <laughs> um, I just, uh, I'm going to read the tweet, but Shakur, you're not retiring, bro. Like, you're not retiring. It's not happening. None of you dudes who say you're going to retire is, I, I've said this a long time. I told this to our boy Dexter Henry when we did a podcast, Ain't Hard to Tell podcast back in the day. There are two people two types of people that I never believe them when they say they're retiring. Rappers, and boxers, just never believe it. Um, Shakur Stevenson's tweet, I'm officially retiring from the sport of boxing. This was a couple of days ago. I'll be in the gym forever perfecting my craft and helping the next generation become great and chase their dreams, but I ain't fuck with this weak boxing game. <sighs> Shakur a big Stevenson. A Shakur, big from both of us. <laughs> Like you're you're still on box rec. They're not gonna label you as retired. This is bullshit. Apparently, this is like because he couldn't get the the fight for the vacant WBO um, lightweight title, which is gonna be contested by, excuse me, <clears throat> Emmanuel Navarrete, and yeah. I'm forgetting actually who the other oh, Dennis Berenchek, whose brother, Ivan, also fought. And Navarrete probably wins that fight. He's, you know, going to be in that weight class. I've, I think that Shakur Stevenson will probably fight Emmanuel Navarrete because they're both under top rank, and top rank's going to make that happen. Bob Aaron probably saw that tweet, laughed his ass off, and it's like, bro, like we're we got you. We're going to get something for you very soon. But I think Shakur, we'll see him fight soon. 
I'm sure that this is some bullshit to try to create leverage, but I don't I don't know if this actually will work, uh, given that we saw his last fight. Yeah. Against and, Edwin De Los Santos. So Yeah. Um if there is one way to describe that fight would have been a snooze fest for a lot of people. Um, you know, SZA playing snooze in the background right now. But I think for a guy like Shakur Stevenson, he is labeled as such a boring fighter. I mean, he's had some exciting performances. Jamil Hearing, I thought, was one of his more exciting fights. Um, and sometimes he puts on a really good performance, and then he puts on a total dud. It's never consistent. And But with him, he's a beautiful boxer. And he's one of those guys that you're thinking he's going to be the king of this division at the same time. I think there's a lot of interesting fights for Shakur to make. So for him to kind of throw a little bit of a fit, hey, you know what? Um, boxers are emotional. So I'm not surprised at that at all. They're kind of like wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, divas, right? Absolute divas. That's what boxers definitely are. So I'm not surprised at all. And <laughs> at the same time, this is like the Teofimo Lopez Jr. formula. It really is. This is the exact same thing Teofimo Lopez Jr. did. And look, now he's going to be fighting Jermaine Ortiz. By the way, we are going to have um, our betting preview for that as well. So keep it locked here on the mandatory. But, you know, Brian and I were talking and I was like, he has so many potential fights that he could have. Um, and there's no way, Shakur Stevenson, that you are retiring before you fight Devin Haney. No way. Because that's a fight that has to happen. You have to fight Tank. Does that fight ever happen as well? There's names that he can fight. And eventually he's going to move up to 140. Because if you look at Shakur's body, he's built for a division like 140. I think Shakur could go all the way up to welterweight. Um, just the way that his body is built. So I think this is just him bluffing and maybe this will get some things rumbling. You know, maybe he was just trying to see what everyone was trying to say about him retiring if people cared. <laughs> right. But I think he got more backlash than anything. Yeah. More backlash than anything. Because I think when Teofimo Lopez did it, because he's such a wild card, people were like, is he is he really going to retire? But, right, not after right, you right. <laughs> but not after you went against Josh Taylor. But it was just like, Teo, like, okay, that's on brand. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. I I feel like Shakur <laughs> Stevenson is trying to create this persona that isn't necessarily him. Um, You know, and like you said, like if Shakur wants to be that dude, he has to kind of like really get into that villain role, kind yeah. of like WWE. And I think maybe that's what yes. he's trying to do. But we're all like, Shakur, this isn't you. Come on. Number one, you gave us a snooze fest. And now you're saying you're retiring. Nobody believes you. And don't put us to sleep next time. It's WrestleMania season, Shakur. Come on. Gotta come stronger than this. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I don't think he's retiring. So I think we can honestly just go to the next segment. <laughs> Let us know if you think he's retiring. Drop some comments below. Also follow us on our social media channels. We're at the Mandatory TKO and hit that like and subscribe button if you like the content. So One Canelo, question. oh yeah. One question. If Shakur Stevenson does retire, let's just play this out because he's not going to. But if he does, what's his best win? Is it Oscar Valdez? Would have to be. Jamel Hearing to me is a good win, win too. But Oscar Valdez is his best win. So he can't retire yet, especially if he wants to. Yeah. You know what's so stupid? And we just said we were going to get away from this topic. Um, and I tried to wrap it up. And um, for me, you know what the, the dumbest part of this whole conversation is? Is that he's like, I'm going to be there for the next generation. You are the next generation. What are you talking about? Stop it. Yeah, you're like, like 26 you know? years old. Yeah, like, you, like, come on. Like, you haven't even really, really made your mark in the sport. And he has so much potential to be a great in this right. sport. So it's just like, you know, you don't want to cut yourself short. And it's just, yeah. 
he's on, he's on he's basically on my pound for pound list and i think like you said i think i think he can be a pound for pound like top three top five guy has that ability um yeah. but you know he ain't gonna do that if he's retired so yeah we'll exactly drop your comments uh let us know <laughs> if you think shakur is retiring or not just uh <laughs> <laughs> we we all know he's not. All right, but one guy that has been fighting for a minute now um, has been the face of boxing, Canelo Alvarez. It's been reported that he is going to have a little bit of a path to his next couple of fights, Jamal Charlo and the one that we all really want, Terrence Bud Crawford. Now, we know that Canelo has set out a path before and he's done it, but I think the biggest story here is I don't see David Benavidez's name up in here. Um, because that's the fight that we want to see. Now, Brian, what are your thoughts on him saying that he's going to fight Jamal and Bud? And then tell me what you think about him not fighting David Benavidez. And also, if Canelo doesn't fight David Benavidez, then there's the other part of, well, Bud's not fighting Boots. Allegedly. Um, because this has been reported as more of a almost an idea Right, like nothing set in stone, nothing signed that was reiterated by Dan Rayfield last night uh, or the night before, whenever he was on um, with Stephen A. Smith. And I know what people are going to say, why are you watching Stephen A. Smith talk about boxing? And it's like, I wasn't watching for Stephen A. Smith. I like, I do like Stephen A. Smith is funny and shit, but like, yeah. Um, we both did impressions on this episode so far. Was like <laughs> deep, with like deep, stupid voices. Like, <laughs> like that was our impression. It was like a deep, stupid voice of a man. But anyways. <laughs> this is about, look, if you're not having fun, what are you doing in this business? Um, yeah, ultimately, this is this is a reported pathway, not something that Canelo or his team or anybody like this isn't confirmed yet. If this were to go down this way, it'd be a little weird and also contradictory to what Canelo Alvarez has said publicly, where I was there at the press conference for his fight against Jermel Charlo, Jermel's uh, twin brother, who's not currently in a legal or who is currently in a legal situation right now. Jermel is not. Jermel is. And um, Canelo Alvarez said if he beats Terrence Crawford or fights him or whatever, he's not going to get credit for that because he's fighting a smaller guy, which is true, I think, on some level, because I think people would try to pick at Canelo and a lot of people already do. Well, people will try to pick at Canelo, use that against him as they used to do with Floyd Mayweather when he would fight lightweights in the welterweight division or whatever, and they would criticize him similarly. Um, I, I don't know what's other than money, which, look, that's the ultimate thing. You could answer every single question in the world with money. <laughs> Honestly, like if you really want to boil it down to it, why does this happen? Why does this happen? It's usually money. And if Canelo Alvarez were to do that, were to take this fight with Terrence Crawford, supposedly, um, then I think that it would be a money play, duh. And both guys are looking to cash out before they retire because we would both acknowledge that Canelo Alvarez and Terrence Crawford probably each have three to five years left at best, uh, unless they hang around for too, too long, which none of us want to see that. And the last thing I think that's interesting is Canelo Alvarez signed a three-fight deal with PBC. He's already done one of those fights. I think we both kind of expected, like, maybe he fights Jamal Charlo after Jamel. And then maybe we see, like, David Benavidez or something like that. So I'm still going to hold out hope that David Benavidez's name pops up here somewhere. Um, and that last fight is probably going to be the bigger fight for the deal. Because 
you know, if you're building towards just a short term three fight deal, then yes, nine times out of 10, that last fight is going to be the biggest fight in that contract. So I think ultimately that we can, we'll see, but I still think David Benavidez is like a factor here and should be the last guy that Canelo fights on that contract. Yeah. And you know what? I think we all kind of knew that Canelo was going to fight the Charlo brothers. That was kind of set in stone. He was initially supposed to fight Jermall in the beginning, ended up fighting Mel. And this is a fight that's been brewing for a long time. I go back to, and I was one of these people, and I'm actually a Canelo fan. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. I was like, why doesn't he want to fight any of the Charlo brothers? Why doesn't he want to fight? Like, I was one of those people. Why is he ducking? Another why impression. is he fucking? Yeah, why, why is he? That's like me when I'm being a hater. Why is he? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why is he ducking the Charlo brothers? And then, like, look at what he did to Mel right and now he's gonna fight maul and brian thinks that maul is the better charler brother he is undefeated we saw him fight jose benavidez um in his return after a huge layoff that to me is a good fight but i think the fight that we all want to see and of course we want to see bud and canelo because that would be the greatest fight of this generation because they're two of the goats of this generation however we want to see Canelo Alvarez and David Benavidez. And the fact that Canelo didn't mention him, I have an issue with that. Then I'm going back to being a hater again. And I'm like, why doesn't he want to fight the monster? Like, why does he want to, you know what I mean? Like, why is he ducking David Benavidez? Because this is the fight that fans want to see. And it goes back to Canelo saying that he doesn't want to fight another Mexican. Hold up, Canelo. He's Mexican-American. And it's a big difference, <laughs> right? And I think storylines for that is the most exciting thing. Like that's a fight I want to see because I love Mexican fighters. Like Mexicans and Mexican-American fighters are my favorite. You know that, Brian. Anyone he's, that he's watches also, the show. He's also fought other Mexican fighters before in his career. Like he, he has. has. That's why it's like your cap. Not lately as much, but he has. 
I, I, and I understand his point of view, but I think it would generate so much attention and it would be one of the best fights. And I think if Canelo beat Maul, and I, I do think he'll beat Maul, um, no disrespect to Jamal Charlo. I just, I think very highly of Canelo. He's still on my pound for pound top four for me. Um, and as for Terrence Crawford going into that fight, that's a fight I've been talking about for a while now. That's a dream fight that I would love to see. And I think if we're going to get that, it's going to be a two fight deal because they're gonna, obviously going to have a rematch depending on how it goes. Um, and that could possibly potentially be their final fights of their career. Because if Canelo and Bud fight each other, what would be next for them? Like, who would they want to fight after? The, that would probably be their, like, last fights. And then they would sail off into the sunset, making tons and tons of money. Because I feel like that would generate Floyd money, right? When Floyd used to, like, stack bread. That's the type of fight. And I think Bud deserves that. Bud deserves to make that type of bread. But um, I think the fight that we want to see is just him and David Benavidez. And if Canelo was to take care of Maul, not duck the monster, which right now I'm like, yo, why is he ducking the monster? Hater voice. Um, but if he was <laughs> able to then take care of David Benavidez, like, you, what could you possibly say about Canelo, about him ducking people? He hasn't, right? Because that was a narrative at one point. Two things. One, I... Uh, don't want to see Canelo Crawford the way that you do, like to the same degree. Like I'll see it, I'll watch it because, like, duh, that'll be one of yeah. the biggest. Yeah. What else ever. would you but, be like, doing? Yeah. But I'd rather see him compete with guys like David Benavides, who's in his weight class. Um, like if, if I'm power ranking, who I actually want to see Canelo fight next? David Benavides is number one with a bullet. David Morrell might actually be sneaky high on that list because of the intrigue. But I think ultimately, like he can probably figure out that challenge. David Benavides, I think, could actually beat Canelo Alvarez. Um, yes, I, I, you I like, know what? I, I give him a real chance. Yeah. You know, and, and Terrence Crawford is someone I'm not going to bet against. But Terrence Crawford, like at this point, if you're not fighting Errol Spence next, which He's not. That's reported. Yeah. Yeah. He been, it's been reported that that's now looking very unlikely and which we suspected on the show a couple weeks ago because Errol Spence just had the eye surgery, which that's going to be a you know months so, long recovery. Hold up. So is he going to fight Boots or is he going to fight the women winner of Thurman and Tim Zhu? Either. I'm good with either. Honestly, yeah. he has the look. He has a PBC deal. He just fought on their platform. Um, and I'm sure Terrence Crawford could do what he wants. He, people already forget, like he fought on BLK Prime. Remember that? Uh, shortly yeah. before that fight. So, but I think I think Terrence Crawford. Yes, either one I'm good with. I think I think Tim Zhu beats Keith Thurman. I'm consistent in that. I said that last time, and I I'm not wavering off that. No matter you know how Keith Thurman uh, presents himself at press conferences and looking very and sounding very confident with the Easter suits, it's back. You know what I mean? I don't I don't think Terrence Crawford is gonna. It's going to uh, lose to Keith Thurman or Tim Zhu or potentially Boots Ennis. But I would want to see Terrence Crawford fight either Boots Ennis next or the Tim Zhu Keith Thurman winner, which I believe will be Tim Zhu. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, potential fights for a guy like Bud Crawford since Spence isn't happening. And let's be serious. Did we really want to see that fight again after what happened to Spence? I will say this just for, you know, for fun. Who would you pick? This is the early preview show for <laughs> Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Bud Crawford. I figure they would do it at 160. I figure they would do it at 160 because that would make the most sense. But it's boxing. Sometimes things doesn't, it, they don't make sense, right? 
So Brian, just to play along with this, because it's it would be like a massive fight. Who would be your early pick for Canelo Alvarez and Bud Crawford? And who would you lean towards? Canelo would definitely be the favorite on betting. He would have the edge on betting. I think it would be close, though. I don't think the line would be massive. Like it would be, it could be either way. I think some people would say it's a 50 50 fight, but then I also think some people would say it's like a 55 45 fight. At super middleweight, I don't think I'm betting against Canelo Alvarez. If they did it at middleweight or a catchweight that's closer to middleweight, I'd be very tempted to take Terrence Crawford, is what I'd say. Because I think he can make middleweight. Uh, I don't know about easily, but I'm sure I'm sure he walks around bigger than 160. I'm positive yeah. of that. Look at you see dude, how he's... big he looked in the ring against Spence, and I thought Spence was going to be the bigger guy. Yeah. Bud looked massive. Yeah, like I don't, I don't. A three weight class is just a big jump. That those eight extra pounds from middleweight to super middleweight it makes a difference. This is why weight class weight classes matter, people. Um, I would say Crawford at middleweight, Canelo at super middleweight. It probably could be a catchweight also. Yeah. Uh, I think I, it would have to be a catchweight. You know, like for... 162, 163-ish would be my guess if they did a catchweight. Um, but my preference, my preference is Canelo Benavidez, Crawford versus Boots. That's not the question though. We already, we already know that's your preference. I just we want I just right. want to reiterate that because I'm not I'm not pushing for this fight to happen. But yes, Crawford at middleweight, Canelo at super middleweight. That's how I would favor them. The thing that I think is most important about this fight, if it was potentially to happen, and I've been talking about this being a dream fight because I think people would go nuts for it, you know, having a Mexican fighting a guy like Bud Crawford. I can already imagine the comments. Um, you know what I, mean? yeah. I can already like I can imagine how crazy it would be. Um, also, two of the best of this generation. I think the most important thing actually would be where this fight would be. If it's in Vegas, probably Bud's Vegas. not winning. Bud's not winning on the cards. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bud would have to knock out Canelo to win. If it was I don't in, think he's going to do that. And he's not. Exactly. Right? So, we'll, like, this is what I'm foreshadowing. Like, that's what Bud would have to do in Vegas because he's not going to win on the scorecards against Canelo. But if it was in New York, potentially. They're not bringing that to New York. But if it was, I think Bud might have a chance. But who knows? It might be in Saudi Arabia with the way things are going around oh, these days. Honestly, yeah. though, like, that, you know what? I would say, I would say Vegas – Vegas plus 120, Saudi Arabia plus 150. <laughs> I wish they kind of did it in New York because I feel like that's fair fair ground for the fight. Yeah, um, I, miss, I miss boxing in my city. We fuck with. Hey, you got to fight with Oshaki Foster coming up. All right. Like, don't and Abraham be, Nova. Yeah. Don't be so greedy. I get nothing out here. <laughs> we, we, we didn't have, we have the whole ass Barclays Center here and there was no boxing in the Barclays Center all of last year. Yeah. I don't know if there's any plans to have a fight at the Barclays Center this year. I don't know what, like. Probably in the summertime, um, you know, Puerto Rican Day Parade. There will, there will definitely not even be. putting fights at MSG, Madison Square Garden. We're just doing it in the theater. Yeah. No that's... no disrespect to Oshaki Foster and Abraham Nova. That's a theater fight. But, so I'm not mad about that. But, like, like come on. Teofimo Lopez and Josh Taylor was in the theater. Yeah, I can't believe the that. Garden. Should have definitely been in the garden. But going back to. Bud and Canelo, I yeah. think Canelo, depending on what the weight class is, I don't think Bud cares because that's how good Bud no. is. That, you know, <laughs> Bud doesn't care and he's going to get paid. But also I think he provides like a different type of fighter that Canelo's never seen before. 
Um, the way he switches stances, the way he's aggressive, power puncher, I give the power edge to Bud. Doesn't matter what weight class that's in because Canelo's going to break you down round by round. He doesn't have that uh, devastating power, but I do believe at times Bud has that devastating power. I think Canelo would win, but I would place my money on Bud. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bud beat him, but Bud would have to do something spectacular. Like, it would have to be like, oh my God, did that just happen? Like, uh, something unbelievable, like dropping Spence four times. Like, for that to happen. But I think Canelo is going to be the favorite. I think I would just place my money on Bud because, you know, the potential of the odds of him winning. Um, but depending on where the fight is, I think that's where... You know, if it's in Vegas, Canelo's gonna win. Like, let's let's just be serious here. Um, but I think it's a fight for everyone that everyone would kind of enjoy. We don't know what's gonna happen. Brian and I would both like Canelo to not duck the monster because he didn't mention him. Hater voice, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> um, so he needs to fight David Benavidez, and I'm looking forward to him fighting Jamal Charlo. Um, because at one point people were saying he's not fighting the Charlo brothers. That was one of me. Uh, I was one of those people. Uh, but drop your comments below. Let us know who you think. Um, um, Canelo will fight first if you do think he's going to end up fighting David Benavidez. And if Canelo and Bud were to fight, who would you be picking? Let us know. Drop your comments below. Follow us on our social media platforms. We're at the Mandatory TKO. And also hit that like and subscribe button. Brian, any final thoughts before we get up and out of here? I still think there's some level of devastating power in Canelo Alvarez. Um, we just haven't seen it as much lately. The John Ryder fight was an interesting example of like, hmm. How came off wrist surgery, came off yeah. wrist surgery. So, you know, I don't blame S him for that. Small ring also, which is my main thing from that fight. That was surprising. And then we saw John Ryder get put away by Jaime Munguia. Um, yeah, and honestly, I, was, I, I was really happy about that bet. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, Jaime's about to get the knockout. John Ryder is overrated. I... <laughs> he is. I did, Because he went the distance with Canelo, we're talking about John Ryder in that fashion. <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, Canelo prefer... came off... Canelo I, came off wrist surgery, bodied him. Do you see John Ryder's face? Yeah. In that fight, like, come on. Come I prefer. On. I'd actually prefer Canelo Alvarez fight two Mexicans, fight Jaime Munguia, and then fight David Benavidez. Well, I, don't I don't think Jaime's. I don't think Jaime wants that smoke. Here's a question. This is just a question for we for we end this episode. Would you rather see Canelo Alvarez fight Jamal Charlo, Jaime Munguia, or Edgar Berlanga? I don't think Edgar, I don't think that's fair to put Edgar in there. I'm sorry. I think just name wise, it's just, you know, I, like, I, I, I you know what? I think I want to see him against Jamal because I've, I've, I've always heard the things he's ducking the Charlo brothers. He's yeah. ducking the Charlo brothers. And as good as Jaime is, I rather see Jaime and Berlanga get it on. I agree. Which so, I think, I think, I think hopefully that's next, assuming Edgar Berlanga handles his business uh, in February, later this month, actually. Yeah. yeah later this month. Uh, remember to like the content. Thanks so much for rocking with us.